that was your nerd, Christopher Centron, with the menu theme to The Outer Wilds, played on his own personal guitar. Welcome to the Three Nerds Podcast, where we talk about anything nerdy and everything nerdy. We're your nerds. I'm Riley Payne. I'm Stephen Clinton. I'm Christopher Centron. So why are we playing music today? Because music is awesome. Music is awesome. Music makes you feel. Music makes everything better. It does. It's true. Or worse. (laughs) Depending on the track, yeah, I guess. It does. It intensifies emotions. Um, Do you guys just play music just in the background? I mean, usually like Nintendo music. I'm working from home all day. It really sets the mood. I'm not going to lie. Chris plays music out of his room, and I just go with whatever he's listening to. And so when I feel like listening to music, I just open up my door and listen to his. Because <laughs> it's always good. It's it's always something. It's curated. <laughs> it's like live. Uh, it's like a live DJ that somebody else is controlling for you. Well, every once in a while, he's got some elevator music that'll play. <laughs> What's wrong with elevator music? God, it just makes me sleepy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'll be sitting there playing video games, and I'll just be like, oh, "I'm gonna fall asleep in this chair." Yeah, so rarely do I come over and the word metal is used to describe the music that Chris is listening to. Usually the word Starbucks comes to mind. Starbucks. Coffee House drink. Blues. Okay, while I don't drink coffee, Coffee House Blues is banging. <laughs> Some lo-fi beats. Those, uh, everyone loves lo-fi beats. Lo- yeah. Lo-fi beats has blown up in the last few years. Lo-fi beats is great. Just that girl studying on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you know. You got all sorts of little animal creatures, all sorts of video game theme, lo-fi. Always. I have no idea what you're talking about because I was talking to a music expert and he told me I only like novelty music. That's correct. That is correct. But today we're not talking about novelty music. We're talking about real music. Music that's meant to make you feel, transport you, make you sad, make you happy. Talking about video game music or scared. Scared. Yep. Some, Some video games are scary. Like Animal Crossing? Uh, whenever you get that bill from Tom Nook <laughs> or uh, Goat Simulator, Goat Simulator is like peak storytelling, just like, dominant, like the ultimate art form. But does it have a good soundtrack? It I don't actually know. <laughs> it has the what's the trailer mimics the trailer to Goat Simulator mimics and mocks Dead Island, which has like the most haunting. Which we've spoken before. Yeah, we've talked about it in a previous yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah, the music on it, the music is good. We're gonna we're gonna get there. Okay, we'll get there. So we're gonna discuss our favorite the tracks that made us feel things. I think the music mm-hmm. in a lot of these video games helps kind of immerse you into the game. And if it had like silly music, like playing Grand Theft Auto, it has like regular music. Yeah, which is kind of cool because it's almost like real life. Ish, and you, but it you, I mean, yeah, but you want to escape real life sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes having it, having like the game, like whenever you hear a certain song or a certain type of music, and it just kind of immediately brings you back into that game and the memory of playing that game. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, there'll be like a video game uh, soundtrack that comes on just random, and it'll be a game I haven't played in like decades, and immediately I'm transported back to that level. You know, that boss that I've been fighting, struggling against. So, yeah, music 
transports you back to different time periods of your life. It's like smelling something from your childhood. Yeah. Like mold and no electricity? <laughs> like Cheeto dust and ass? I was thinking more like apple pie. Uh. <laughs> or like a type of cake, but you guys just took it somewhere way darker. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know what that was like. I was... Just aiming that towards you. Yeah, okay, understandable. <laughs> it's a deep cut, deep cut. <laughs> Sorry right. for your family that's well, listening. So, uh, okay, yeah, well, listen. let's kick off this episode with Pick From Me. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? Yeah. And I think that's about as much as we can play is for one song. But that was the song Nassens by Austin Wintory from the video game Journey, which is a fantastic video game. And I remember playing this video game for the first time. And it's just like pure adventure. And it's like super, like there's no dialogue in the game. You're just kind of immersed in traversing, just going on a journey and through the desert as a strange little character and listening to the music. It's pretty rad. They played Journey at Video Games Live, right? I, I think so. I think they did. Not Journey as in Don't Stop Believing, but <laughs> Journey as in the... The video game, that song you just heard. Yes. So now for the audience, what is Video Games Live? It was an orchestra that just played video game soundtracks. That sounds epic. And it was amazing. They played... Yeah. The last time that they came to Jacksonville, they played the Pokemon, the original Pokemon theme song, and they had the original singer. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And, but it's just a mashup of all, the, you know, all your favorite video games from Nintendo, from like those classic Nintendo games, mm-hmm. all the way up to current games. They and played a few, the Tetris song, and then yeah. they had that like Russian opera singer come out, and I forgot what game she sang to. It was awesome. We saw a Proposal. We did see proposal on oh, stage. That's cute. The nerdiest proposal you've ever seen. It was. Yeah. It was in a. I think it was the girl was dressed up as Link. I don't know. Or Zelda and awesome. what if the guy Zelda was, Link? was a girl. What? Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. What did you say? I said, "What if what Zelda, Zelda was a girl?" girl? <laughs> uh, anyway, wow. Yeah, but it was. It was. It was. It's an awesome experience. I hope they still play. But, I uh, know that you can listen to them on Spotify. Let's bring them I back. to them on Spotify. Okay. Yeah, but let's it, do it. I really do. Uh, it's worth traveling to go see them. So I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit in this song because it has a little bit of a wind up. But you guys are going to be able to get it in the first literal second of this. <laughs> and the audience, if you don't get it, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. <laughs> anyway, here it is. Your mic. Anyway, obviously, that was the Mortal Kombat theme. Are you sure? I, I wasn't Tekken? I, <laughs> Growing it up. It could have been Tekken. I had Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis. And I remember playing it with my mom. Talk about a hype song. Right? <laughs> all, all up, no doubt. That'll get the juices going. That'll get you out of any funk. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I forgot where we were, and I think we were at MegaCon, and it like came on, and it was like instantly pumped. Yeah, we were just like, yeah. <laughs> Didn't they play it 
as part of the rave, like the, yes, the after party at MegaCon, because it was like a mashup with with Mortal Kombat theme and all the random techno music that they were playing. Yeah. I Did mean, you ever play Mortal Kombat growing up? Yeah, I had it for the Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. I, I played, like, I, I wasn't a Tekken growing up, but I never played Mortal Kombat, but I've always known the, like, the music, obviously. Like, everyone knows the music, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. My uh, best friend growing up had the soundtrack. I want to say he had it on cassette, or he had it on, like, one of the first CD, like, CDs, but he had it where it was, like, you know, the Mortal Kombat theme, and it was like a bunch of other songs that that group did that weren't related to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah, like you just skip the over artist all of them. the artist cut of the CD. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, they were terrible. But that one song was, was the <laughs> they best. They probably yeah. made a poodle of money on that song. And they probably spent it all on drugs. The one Maybe. hit wonder. For those in the audience who might be listening who are a little bit on the younger side, Google what a CD or a cassette tape was. <laughs> uh, I, know it was on, I know it was on cassette tape because my cousin had it on cassette tape. Oh, yeah. yeah it was definitely, everything was on cassette tape at one on, point. At one point, it was probably on a A-track. You know that that was <laughs> every kid who grew up doing karate listened to that. Oh, so the... Uh, the artist for Mortal Kombat is the Immortals, but the S is in parentheses. So it's the Immortal. <laughs> I don't know why. There's a lot of contradictory stuff that you just said with like Mortal Kombat by the Immortals. <laughs> hey, this by is, the Immortals. Immortals. This, this is what I got. This is what I'm working on. I'm glad you told me that. You uh-huh. know what? I'm glad that you did that, not me, because I would have just passed right over that part. <laughs> so that was an easy one to get. I bet this one will also be pretty dang easy. So I won't tell you what it is, but here we go. So I will say that awesome song, powers. <laughs> this by who me. Uh, I will say that I spent many of nights playing N sixty four, spending the night over at friend's house playing that game on a TV that was barely barely working. Oh yeah, that had lines going through it because that was still, the basement TV. It still worked, and it, it still, still worked. And we had a blast. I listen to that song. The first thing that comes to mind is the rockets that you could control, and oh, watching yeah. watching your friends try to run away from the rocket when you know it was coming. Yep. So that was the uh, GoldenEye theme for Nintendo sixty four. For anybody who is younger than the age of forty, um, <laughs> but back whenever you could have TVs that weren't eight K, <laughs> HDMI, ARC. You had to plug in your three cords. Yellow, red, and white. Yellow, red, and white. Although sometimes you didn't need the white one. There's two audio and one video. Yeah, sometimes you didn't. Yellow, I think, was video. Yeah, you had to have the yellow. And then you could have the red one. one. You didn't have to have the white one all the time. If you had the white one, it was because your TV was more than $50. (laughs) Because then you could have stereo sound. Yes, because yeah. yeah. that was the the stereo sound. Oh my god, I feel old now. <laughs> I, I love how you you played that and immediately it wasn't like we knew it wasn't from one of the movies. No. It was from the video from, game because it had that like uh, synth synthy yeah. kind of. If you and I know there's a big TikTok or 
there's a there's a short video going around of a guy like a famous YouTuber that like does the they didn't have to go that hard. <laughs> and the pause music for that game is oh. just something so so rep. So awesome. Oh, I wish we had the pause music. The pause music is phenomenal. It's the same song, but it's like they added a little bit of flair to it. Okay. It was like, here's the song, do what you want. And whoever was like, you know what? To prove you wrong. Like somebody told them, you're just doing pause music. It's not that important. Mm -hmm. And they went, the fuck it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And took it and ran with it. And it's so good. I would I would make that same argument about the um, X Men the animated series theme song, where it has like twelve different electric guitars playing at the exact same time. For this next one, all right, that's all you get for free. That was Nate's theme from the Uncharted video game series. I think that one speaks for itself, you know. Uh, Shameless plug. They just put all the Uncharted video games on PSN Plus. Ooh. So you can can download them all. Are you free advertising for PlayStation now? (laughs) Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. (laughs) But would love it if they were. PlayStation, if you want to reach out to us. We are all PlayStation people, but we'll switch to Xbox. We will switch to whoever pays us more. I'll go to Dreamcast again. I don't care. <laughs> let's bring Dreamcast back. <laughs> Come on, Sony. Let's do it. <laughs> but you guys know how awesome Uncharted is. Yes. And we. Just, it's just like like Indiana Jones, the, the child of the love child of Indiana Jones. And? I don't know. Indiana Jones what are you is talking so. About? Indiana it's the Jones. The love child of Indiana Jones and uh, Laura Croft. Yeah, see, I was just waiting for Chris to finish it. Oh my god, you're the Laura worst. Croft. You're the worst producer ever. Yeah, but Indiana Jones is like so much older that he would like be Laura Croft's daddy too. Oh, I, he was. I don't think she would. <laughs> oh, <mind>. he was. Oh, <laughs> uh, just climbing around in the jungle. I can see Angelina Jolie and Harrison Ford. Yeah, he did. He did Callista Flockhart. She was like super younger. Boom, goes down in my well, fact check. Anyway, that's why I love Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> I really think they should have made, instead of uh, Tom Holland, as much as I like Tom Holland, they should have made Chris Pratt. That would have been. As Nathan Drake. Anyway, speaking of this subject, Friday, next Friday, Indiana Jones comes out. We're going to see it. Ooh, that's just In theaters. I, I want to see The way it. it should be. Yeah. I'm dun, excited. Dun, I hope dun, it's good. Because the trailer makes me hopeful. Dun, 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 dun. I'm excited for deep fake younger Indiana Jones. I don't care what Did they de- says. I don't think they defaked them. I think they, they kept do. them old. No, they don't. They have like flashbacks. Uh, According to the trailer. Oh, uh, where he's younger? Yeah. I um, really hope, I kind of hope that they that. keep him like as an older. Listen, no matter, it doesn't matter. It's Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford's in it. I'm yeah. going to love it no yeah, matter how. Yeah, how. exactly. Well, Crystal Skull was kind of meh. Because no, Shia LaBeouf. I did not like Crystal Skull. I didn't like it because of Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just didn't like his character. As like his son and being so whiny. You guys bring shame upon Indiana Jones in my home. Yes. I liked it, but I, I look at everything Indiana Jones with rose-cutted glasses. It was just the, it was just the Shia LaBeouf. It yeah. was the Shia LaBeouf. I agree. The Shia LaBeouf. I do like Shia LaBeouf in <clears throat> Peter Falcon, though. That's good a great movie. movie. That yeah. is good. So I'm going to play a song. 
from one of my absolute favorite video games. You may or may not get it, but it is absolutely my... I've played it like three, four times over. I've unlocked it 100%. I used to have the the map that uh, came in the exclusive I think I know what this is. Hanging in my bedroom, my parents' house. I know what this is. Yeah, Yeah. you guys should know. This is an easy one for Steven. Yeah, all right, here we go. Anyway, that's your all you get. Do you guys know what it is? Assassin's Creed, Black Flag. Yeah, you right. I know. Yep. You right. Yep. I know my pirate themed game. games. I know, it's so good. I love I love that that game came from the best part of the game before it. Yeah. It was Assassin's uh, uh Assassin's Creed Revolution. And they were like they had this ship mission and everyone loved it and raved about it and they went you know what we're gonna do we're just gonna make a video game out of it mm-hmm. i like to think that there was like one developer who was like obsessed with pirates and ships and he was like we need to put this in the game guys and they were like fine you're the boss's cousin we'll <laughs> we'll do it just to appease you now shut up and they were like oh hey this guy was right oh whoa he crushed it yeah. it's like oh assassins on the sea what it only goes so well together it mm-hmm. really does the only thing that I I hate about that game is the stealth ship sections. Oh but yeah, like, I can see. Basically, it. all of the stealth missions in early Assassin's Creed games are terrible, and I can say that because I've played all of them. Yeah, no, I agree. But the I, I have never played a video game that had an immersive ocean like that. It was cool. You could just jump in the water, and the waves were all it, uh, yeah, and you could land like on any island you saw. Anything. It just and then you could go whaling. I, I went whaling like shark, a bunch. That was fun. You know, shark hunting. Shark whaling. hunting. Yeah, that was super cool. The only thing that they didn't have, I think, in it was a kraken. That would have been cool. Didn't they have a squid? Or am I or am I misremembering that? Different. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe that was a DLC. I'm gonna have thing. to play it again. I guess so. I, I think to. I have all the DLCs. I, I bought. I bought it. I bought like the a deluxe edition the second day it was available to buy. I was I went to GameStop back when you could actually go when you went to game places mm-hmm. to buy your games early. And or on opening release night. Or opening mm-hmm. release. Oh, if they ever did Red Dead Redemption Three, I would do that. That takes me back. <laughs> Where you waited until like midnight for the store to like not even sell the copies, but just open up the pre-orders. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god! I did the Call of Duty. I did the Fallout 3. Before you can just order everything and just download it online. Immediately. And like have it downloading while you're I like sleeping. Having, I like having the hard copy. I do too. Yeah. I want to do... But you have to download the game anyway. So oh, like, yeah, now. You know, now you do. Okay. So here's one that you guys probably... You might not know. But this was a favorite game of mine as a child. In the same area... Or in the same era as my previous one. I knew that. So here we go. That was Enter the Dark from Perfect Dark. 
I knew that. Which is also the same company that made Goldeneye. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. Classic N64 games. Yep. I have talked about Perfect Dark on our video game episode, and it's really fun. It's cyberpunk and very synthwave soundtrack. Which is this what sparked your love for synthwave? It may have. Um, I just watched a crapload of 80s sci-fi movies and played a lot of uh, video games in the 80s and just... Did you play a Something lot of N64? Um, I think I did. How many controllers did you break? Uh, <laughs> at least two. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. But it was because of the that's joystick. Like, rookie numbers. Well, kid. that's what I was saying. The joystick wore out. The joystick out. would wear out. The joystick And I was wore like, out. I wonder yeah. how many, not like smash them over something. Like how oh, many times was, did you wear out the joystick? Like twice. Yeah. Yeah. Those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers yeah. up. I didn't have friends. <laughs> That's why I thought you would wear them all out. Well, I didn't have friends to like use the controllers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, make, way to make it depressing. <laughs> that's, that's me. <laughs> that's what I do. You have friends now. I do you have friends now. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll, so we'll find them eventually, but they're yeah, somewhere. They're somewhere. They're somewhere out there. <laughs> Some That's why we started the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. To find, <laughs> to find this whole thing is just an experiment to find friends for Raleigh. <laughs> so for me, as a child, the the one one of the earliest video games that I really got into, um, that I when I really started playing video games was this one that I'm about to play. My Little Pony. What the? Okay, now I have to choose a different one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I want to keep playing that because that's just slaps. That's just a happy. <laughs> it's just <laughs> slaps. A happy tune. That it just is. makes you happy. That's a you know I when I'm playing that I think I was just too young and like oblivious to how hard that game was when I was a kid because the remake came out and it is really really hard. It's and I hate it, but I also love it. The theme song to Crash Bandicoot, oh, which is like okay. the greatest. One of the greatest platformers of all time. I think it's a platformer. It's a platformer. It's like up there with, I would say, with Mario and, and mm-hmm. as iconic. I like it. I like the death scenes. Yeah. I do like the death the scenes. The death scenes were really good. <laughs> you either get flat and he like turns into a pancake mm-hmm. or he like gets smashed between two things and he turns into an angel and just floats up. <laughs> <laughs> they, they put some work into the death scenes. They did. So wait, Crash Bandicoot was on... That PlayStation. Wasn't, that wasn't Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie no. was on 64. Yeah. Oh, uh, Crash Bandicoot okay, okay. was on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. That's right. Okay. I was getting him confused. Yeah. And you have the uh, the scenes where he's like, where the you're playing through the level, and then there's like the chase scene where you're running towards the, like you're towards yourself in the screen, like running backwards, so you can't see what's ahead of you because you're running from oh, a I boulder. Hate, I hate stuff like or that. Or you're running from yeah. a boulder or a rhinoceros. Or I think it was um, like a stampede of rhinoceros. And it yeah. like takes up the screen Rhinoc- behind you. And yeah. you're or dinosaurs, whatever it might be. Yeah. All the good memories. You picked up pears or apples? They're, oh, I forgot. Uh, I think they're apples. They're not, they're not, they're called wampa fruit. Oh. Yeah, they're like a whole thing. And bandicoots are real animals and they don't look anything like Crash. They don't wear shorts and sneakers and have I, a rad attitude. I wish. I wish they did. Tubular? <laughs> <laughs> 
they don't spin like a tornado either. And I'm, it kind of disappoints me a little bit, but hey, I have to be realistic. Grody? Yeah. <laughs> Gag me with a spoon? What else can I say from the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> Gag me with a spoon? Yeah, that was the thing. What? I yeah. thought you were like... No, that's a... Uh, yeah, it was yeah. clueless. Gag oh. me with a spoon. Okay, yeah. I didn't... I didn't. I learned something today. It was Valley Girl. Yeah. Thank you for... Speech. Teaching me something. Wow. You're welcome. I'm not sure I needed Get to know that. Get cultured. <laughs> Get cultured by watching Clueless. <laughs> watching Clueless. <laughs> Clueless was the Mean Girls before Mean Girls. It's true. Yeah. And then Mean Girls came out. And then Mean Girls came obliterated out. Obliterated it. Blew it out of the water, yeah. They didn't even go to that school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just made a deep cut Mean Girls reference. <laughs> we span all genres in this culture podcast. Yeah, we do. Podcast. That's why we're society and culture on Spotify. <laughs> so this one, it is from a uh, very good video game. It just fits the game appropriately. It was around way before the video game, but it just fits it so well. And uh, it just, let's just listen to it. That's all you get because if he starts singing, yeah, we're, we're definitely, definitely going to get copyright struck. Anyway, that was Johnny Cash's Wayfaring Stranger, and it's from The Last of Us. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a, is that from the first one or the second? So that song, uh, Wayfaring Stranger, when The Last of Us 2 came out, uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, who are the voice of Ellie and Joel, sang it acoustic, like the release day, and it sounded really cool because he sang it in like Joel's voice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's so good. Um, and then in the show, or in the game, excuse me, it they play it. Um, and you can kind of hear it like come in real slow, and it's really good. Uh, it just fits the it fits it so well. The yeah Johnny Cash's voice. Honorable mention for that video game is uh, Ashley Johnson in the video while you're, you're playing the. I think it's a, it might be a cutscene, but you can play it as like in the game. It's like a little bit of a mini game where you play guitar, but she plays "Take on Me," and it's like a really like oh, kind of she? soft. That's acoustic cool. version. Oh, I didn't know that. It's really good. It's like a finger pick version. That's cool. And it's yeah. It's That's really... cool. Wow, man. That game was just. It, what did you call it? It's a novel of a video game. One day or something like that. I mean, I mean, it kind of is. It's like I think it's what you. It's like I, a drama. I, yeah, you're like it's not. It's a video game, but it's more like reading a novel yeah, than it is like story. playing a video game. It's like a it's like a mashup between a video game and like the sensation of a novel and a cinematic like film experience. Those are the best. Those types of games. Mm -hmm. They don't come around too often, but when they do, they're just incredible. I, I like them, but I also like my slapsticks, like uh, tiny Tina's video games too. Oh yeah, no, I mean, those are always great. You can't deal with like heavy subjects, like all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to be sad all the time? Yeah, for real. So my next one is from one of my favorite video games. It's a video game series, which is also related to one of your choices. Ooh. So let's play it.
That's all you get. Um, so it's from Assassin's Creed 2. It's called Earth. Um, and it's kind of like the main theme. Um, but I played the first Assassin's Creed. Didn't love it because it was more of like a proof of concept game. Um, but then whenever they came out with Assassin's Creed 2 with Ezio, Ezio Auditore de Frenze, and it was just such an in-depth exploration of a character that I just fell in love with the game. And the music just kind of immerses you in Italy, and they did such a good job of like pointing out all of the like monuments and historical buildings and artifacts and giving you like little blurbs and information about it that I just played just so much. And I still love the Assassin's Creed series today. Uh, I put like over 120 hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's, it's a healthy, healthy amount. That's yeah. <laughs> let me see how much you played in Red Dead Redemption. Or We don't need to talk about that. I read Dead Redemption. Not read Dead Redemption. But the the number that it starts with is not a one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not alone. I'm sure I'm sure I'm I'm over that with uh, with Skyrim. Oh, probably. Like Uh, no, a better question is how many times have you bought Skyrim? (laughs) Too many times. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to talk about that either. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like, oh hey. I just bought a smart fridge. I'm going to buy Skyrim for it. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I'm playing Elder Scrolls. Is Elder Scrolls online better than Skyrim? I don't think so. Uh, I think graphical wise and amount of fun. Yes. Yeah. I I haven't, I just, there wasn't as much, maybe because Skyrim was so good and it kind of like built up Elder Scrolls and then Elder Scrolls online came out and like, it was like, Oh, okay, well you're just, just riding the wave. But like, I feel like Skyrim was like kind of revolutionary. I thought online would be cool because it was like, uh, when I first started playing it, it was like, oh, it's just WoW for like the PS4. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was, I, I love WoW. Yeah, so I do too. I, I, yeah. I have, again, a crooked number as the first number <laughs> in WoW. Um, I'm sure because when I called years ago and I re-upped my account, I don't have it now, but... When I re-upped it, I called them to get everything set back up. And they're like, we don't delete accounts. So those of you who are listening that have WoW accounts that you haven't played in 20 years, they remember. They still have your character. <laughs> they still have all your characters, all your stuff. They so still I jump- have your hung dude 69420. <laughs> uh, Rambo Dancer. Rambo Dancer. Because I did not spell Rainbow Dancer correctly. Oh, that was your character? Rambo Dancer. I had Maurice Jones-Drew, who was a dwarf... Warrior. Uh-huh. I have Rambo Dancer, who's my number one. She, he's my bottom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, he was a night elf hunter. And I had a cat that would go invisible. And then I had... Oh, oh hunters were sick. They were fucking cool. I have one, one more. I can't remember the name of them. They were yeah. all top level. They were all maxed out. <laughs> yeah. like, top gear. I used to raid every Friday. 7 o'clock. Raid. Top men. Back when the top level was 85, so I don't know what it is now. Oh, I, I maxed out at 65. No, it was 80, like the highest I got. 85, they uh, had just come out with the expansion for the Panda. Oh, okay, yeah. The Panda there Yeah, I stopped after Burning Crusade, I think. 
Oh really? Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. like like seventy was the, was the max level. I did the I, li- I think the Lich King was the last one. Okay, that yeah. I've seen the Lich yeah. King. All right. So this next one is pretty iconic. One of the part of one of the largest video game series of all time. That is the track Deference for Darkness by Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore from Halo 3 ODST, which... Never would have guessed that. Why, of all the, of all the music in Halo, that's the one you picked? Listen, cool people will know this music because... Have, you, have either of you played ODST? Yeah. You've played ODST. You should know this music because you're just a silent protagonist, which makes, which makes it even more immersive uh, as for, for the player. And you're just hunting aliens through the cities of new mombasa i just with, with to this music playing and it's like just such an ambiance like such an atmosphere i just remember it as a firefly reunion tour uh that too which was dope and you're just going around you're trying to figure out what happened to your squad and it, it just it, it just feels man it's, there's so much to it and it started out as like a dlc but they were like okay no this is going to be bigger than a dlc and they made it an entirely just a whole game in in and of itself so you guys should you know it's fun get good i don't want to get good i'm not i'm not here to judge your crappy pick but well you are judging i'm actually gonna let raleigh go because i think my last song that i'm gonna pick is worth being the last song that we do (laughs) all right all right so and for the record odst like so many people like go to the soundtrack page that's like relaxing ODST music on YouTube and read the comments and everyone will agree with me. That left a comment that agrees with you. Sure. Yeah. And that is okay. the reason why the internet is a problem. <laughs> you can find people to agree with anything. Listen, usually, yes, I would agree with you, except for when the people are agreeing with me. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Leave your comments. All right. Well, here's mine. Okay, I wasn't sure, but then the build-up happened, and I was like, okay, I know what this is from now. Do you, well, so what is it? It's from Mass Effect. Uh, yeah. Is it Suicide Mission? No, it's that, just the main theme. The main th- okay, the main theme. So they reuse the main theme. Okay, for, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Nope, that is like one of my favorites. Mass Effect 1 is really hard. Is it? Because like, I played it on 360, and I loved it. I beat the whole thing. And I downloaded it again a couple months ago. Because they have like the ultimate remastered edition where it's like all three games. And Mass Effect 1 is just difficult. It just has like... It was in that transition era where like the modern quote-unquote era of gaming Mm -hmm. with like 360. Where they still didn't have a whole lot of like, you know, lifestyle improvements to kind of like make things easier. So some things are just like, why is it like this? Why did you design a game that did this thing? So, but Mass Effect 2, I'd say, is an easier game to play. But Mass Effect 1 is just like a huge game. And it's really fun. Mass Effect 1 was the, like one of the first... That was one of the first 
RPGs that I play where you can actually like make your character and like make the, you can actually make the face of your character. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that That's was cool. that was new back then, and that was exciting. Yeah, that was wild. That was. Uh... You can make your dream girl or guy. Oh, I did. This last song, not only did they does it end a pretty awesome video game, um, and also how they ended video games live, and everyone sang. And I thought for a while, I was like, I heard it at the end of end of the game. And I was like, oh, I liked it. So I listened to it a few times. And I was like, eh, nobody else is going to like know it all that well. Until they started playing it, Video Games Live, and everyone sang along. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, all I right. Know, I know what this I'm is. not the only person that knows this song. <laughs> yeah. um, it's going to be so back memories. A good, a good last song for us to discuss yeah. before we do sign out for the day. Here it is. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to always. That's all you get. Uh, <laughs> all I you could get. listen to that whole thing. I know. I love that song. I love that song. I tend to forget you know, about that week. song. And then anytime I hear it, I have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. I know. I'm going to have to go listen to the whole thing after this. but. Mm-hmm. It was, it's, it's just, it's anyway, it's from the end of portal one. Yeah. And uh, when we went and saw that concert for the first time, cause that whole concert was like a surprise to begin with. Like, it was like a spur of the moment yeah. thing for us. We kind of just found out about it and just went and, and tickets and, were cheap. Cause yeah. Cause nobody nerd, was going. Yeah, I imagine they'd be reason. more, way more expensive now. I'm sure that culture is kind yeah. of yeah, thanks our for nerd the, culture. Thanks has, for the invite guys. We didn't even know you back then. Why is that an excuse? <laughs> we didn't know. You were probably still at Target. It's like over 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, I definitely. Well, yeah. Yeah, I probably was. Yeah, you're probably still at Target. Yeah. I don't know. But like, that was such a, like, a pleasant surprise for them to end it off, and everyone knew the song. Every, was it, was, it was insane to hear. It was like a rock concert ending oh, where wow. everybody sang the song, and it was loud. Yeah. Everybody because we everybody had been listening to music. Everybody all the nerds that were there had finally gotten to the point where it's like, oh, we're all the same. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know what, we'll talk about that when we talk about the conventions. Yeah. How how you can actually watch somebody who's never been to a convention. It's the same thing like this concert. Um the first day or two at a convention, people are because there's a lot of people. And so when you take introverts and you drop them into a convention, yeah. it is wild. And then at some point, I am not an introvert at all. No. So I do enjoy watching it. And I can see it in people I have no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can see the transition go from, oh man, there's a lot of people here and I'm nervous, to everyone is me. Yeah. This is me and everybody's like me and I can be however, I can just be me. And then come day Saturday Sunday, it's just let loose time. It's just they're totally normal or not normal, but you know they're they're them. They're them amongst other people that are being themselves. They're being themselves. Yes. That normally wouldn't be. Yep, exactly. I think the the music at the the concert like kind of brought that on everyone. Yeah, like, that, that's what I was. Music towards the end of it, everyone like singing in front of people is awkward if you're already an awkward person. Yeah, and the end of that concert was so awesome. Because they hit all these different video games and all these different, like, right in the feels. Because nice. music will do that to you. Yeah. It'll hit you right in the feels pretty quickly. And uh, 
that everybody's the, singing. Uh, if you have that, uh, like the emotional attachment between like the characters in a video game that you've been playing for hours. Oh yeah. yeah. Or, or that time frame. Yeah. It's that time of your life. Yeah. I did not go to video games live because I wasn't invited. <laughs> um, we didn't know you. But I had a similar experience when I saw Flight of the Concords live. Um, because Flight of the Concords is a novelty band. Steven would appreciate. Um, <laughs> True. And, but when they played uh, Bowie to Bowie, um, you know, whenever he's in space. Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, the entire audience just erupted. And I mean, it was like, it had rained all day and it was like hot and steamy and we were all just like soaked with sweat and they came out and they were wearing like full suits and nobody complained like nobody was upset nobody was in a bad mood because it was just this like super happy like group you know musicians that they that we all loved so you know i could see that i could see a very similar experience i mean we got soaked at the COVID concert and i had a smile on my face the whole time yeah I'm just happy it happened because for a while we didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah. I was getting nervous. All right. Cool. But yeah, that was, I feel like that was a good one to end it on. That, that's just, that song pops on as the credits. You don't know the game is ending. No. In, in Portal yeah. 1 and Portal 2, you don't know the game is ending. It just is like, you just go from mission to mission to mission or puzzle. Well, well Portal puzzle 1 especially was like set up to be. A like a physics demo, mm-hmm. yeah. so it wasn't even like like a game, quote unquote, until like the last few levels, where it was like, oh wait, there's a story, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which and was really cool. It was a pleasant surprise, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, this music starts playing, and you're like, oh, she's tricking me. Yeah. Oh, Gladys is getting me. <laughs> yep. Oh, something's about to happen, and yep. then you just keep riding the elevator up, and you're like, oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. It's one of those like you're sad because it's over. Mm. You're happy because you beat it, but you're sad because it's because it's over. You should be happy because you got a, you got the cake, and the cake turned out to not be a lie. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that was That's good. Very true. All right, the cake is not a lie. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Join us next time when we ask the question: Why would you be flat when you could be sharp? Bye. Bye.